Hey, good morning and welcome to Breakthrough Walls. I'm Ken Walls and I'm your host. I have Ollie Nold on today. This dude is in Bali right now. Like, I, We're going to find I think he lives there. I don't know. Let, we're going to find out. Stay with me. Hey, and we're back. Let me bring this dude on, Ali Nomad X. What's up, Ali? What's up, man? I'm doing great. How about yourself? I'm doing wonderful, man. I, I, I'm, I'm a little bit jealous. I said, well, I said when you told me you're in Bali, I'm like, dude, what are you doing sitting inside then? <laughs> you're like, Cause it's, it's dark out there right now. <laughs> it is, it is pitch black at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So we're going to get to why you're in Bali, but let's start with, um, let's start with where you were born and raised. Start there. So um, I'm originally I'm I'm born in uh, I'm born in Switzerland. So I'm I'm holding three passports to be honest. Um, mm. I'm holding a Swiss passport, a German passport, and an Argentinian passport. But I've been raised and born in Switzerland. Spent most of the time there. So consider myself uh, as uh, a Swiss. Uh, at the moment, I'm traveling on a German passport. But yeah, let's call it Switzerland. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you just covered like 150 countries in one sentence. Did you let's see Swiss, Swiss, German, and Argentina? Oh my gosh! Wow. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. so you were, but you were born and raised in Switzerland. Like that's where it, you went it, to school. It's, it's, and, yes, exactly, exactly. Okay. That's and we yeah. have somebody joining us from France. <laughs> so well, that's pretty. That's pretty close. That's pretty yeah. close. <laughs> awesome. So, so did you? So you went to school there. Did you go to college? Um, yeah, that's kind of like it's. It's kind of like college. It's, it's it's a bit of a different system in Switzerland, but let's call it the college. I I've been kind of like through the the normal college school and everything i did an apprenticeship in switzerland um, as an electrician and then uh, after that i kind of like started to travel the, in my like 20s early 20s i started to travel and from there on i've been like kind of like in and out of switzerland but went kind of like always back home to switzerland till i was um and 20s, 29, 30. So the whole other journey kind of like started in my end 20s then. <laughs> my, this is my buddy, Joe. I'm joining from the communistic state of California. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So, so tell me what, like, I've never been to Switzerland. I've seen, I've seen obviously pictures and videos. It looks absolutely beautiful. 
Um, what was it like being raised there? It's um, yeah, you're you're absolutely right. I think it's like it's one of the most beautiful countries in the world. Yeah. Um, in terms of of the landscapes and everything, what 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 goes around with is like it's, it's an amazing culture. I, I love the food. I love. I've been raised very very close to the mountains, so I'm I'm super much into snowboarding. That's how I grew up. Spent like every weekend up in the snow, and it's like yeah, it's like this. Essentially, what you see on the pictures, that's exactly how it is. It is purely magical. Um, wow. But on the other side, on the other side, it's, um, in my opinion, and that's what I didn't like about it. Um, yeah, the chocolate is really that good, bro. <laughs> 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 uh, um, wow. on, the, on the other side, it's, it's a very, um, it's a very close-minded um, culture in there, like people are like people are like super like everyone is focusing on money um nothing wrong about that don't get me wrong but everyone is like literally like about what status you have what car do you drive uh, how big is your flat you know like mm. how much income do you have um not a lot of people like you know like not like super open-minded to travel and to explore the world so it's like this little little island in the middle of europe where we do like our own little thing. So I've never really, I, I, I never really felt like home in, in terms of, of being in a country where I feel like super comfortable. Yeah. Even if it was like be beautiful in terms of nature and everything. Um, and it is, to be very honest, bro, it's like crazy expensive. It's like, oh, it's is like it really? Singapore. It, it is really expensive. So the only, the only, the only way to live in Switzerland is to work in Switzerland. You you need to get a Swiss salary to afford all the all the beautiful things in Switzerland. Um, or you save like half your life to to spend some holidays there. So, yeah, that's that, and that was never really my style. But I don't want to complain. It's 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 um, it's a privilege to be Swiss. Yeah, to be very honest, so like well, you know, like education, health system, everything. What was Paying me on, on my journey was mainly based because I had the privilege to grow up in such a high-end society. And they, they they make some pretty good watches too, I heard. Oh yeah, that yeah. It's the watches, it's the cheese, it's the chocolate. So um <laughs> That's awesome, we know our shit, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So so okay, so I I find it interesting though that you were like you were like, this place is is a little out of control with with certain things in the culture. At what age? What age were you when you kind of had that realization? Um, I think it was. I was pretty. I was pretty young because um, I was very lucky that my parents they kind of like they took us on a lot of travels. In, in early ages, me and my brother, my brother's three years younger than I am. So even in, in my early, early days, you know, like when I was like 12, 15, we, we went to the States and we traveled to Canada. So mm -hmm. I started to see the world and I started to see what, what else is like. And we traveled all around Europe and we've been to Italy and France and all, you know, like, and I, I kind of like had a very open mind to everything. So when I was like, I, I said like, 18, 19, when I finished my apprenticeship, I was like, I got to go. And I got to got to leave Switzerland and I got to explore the world. And that's kind of like where 
everything started to change, even if it was a long journey from then. But that kind of like was was kind of like my first breakthrough moments. So so but you 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 had the apprenticeship as an electrician. Right. Okay. So yeah. um, it's funny. I was talking Joe Ingram, who's on here. I <laughs> we were talking last night. I said, "Is that thing?" He was showing me this new USB thing he got, and I said, "Is that? Does that plug into an?" Uh, I said, "What do they call it? AC or DC?" And and so, but you know, <laughs> we, but so so you you got into be, you you became an electrician in Switzerland, yeah, and right. you did the, the apprenticeship. What was the what was it that made you go? I'm I'm out of here. I'm going to start traveling. Um, I don't know. I just was like, you know, like when you when you when you when you grow up in Switzerland, you you this is it's such a small country. You know, like there's a population of like six to seven million, um, but it's very multicultural as well. We, we speak kind of like four languages in there, hmm. so we're kind of like and because we're we're like in that middle of of Europe you are you're kind of like you either like you really stay in your bubble or you want to go and explore and for me it was always like I want to go out there I want to explore I want I want to see the world I want to see what's out there and um based on what I've learned from growing up, it was like, okay, you go to school, you do your college and you do a, an apprenticeship because that's what you do in Switzerland, right? And right. then once that's over, you kind of like pretty much entitled to to go and to see the world. So I, um, I started when I was like 20, uh, I, spent, uh, I spent six months in Vancouver and kind of like I went to a language school uh, as you can tell, they did not really a good job with my English because that's all I got at the moment. But um, so I spent like yeah. six months in Vancouver and um, I learned English, and um, and that was kind of like that's when I was like, okay, cool, that's it. I um, I really really need to see the world and I want to go out there and, and explore the whole thing. But I was back and forward for the next ten years from twenty on till. Let's say 29, 30. I was back and forward all the time. I never really made it to leave Switzerland completely because I came always back. And I was like, and then I started to do uh, my master degree, my bachelor degree. Um, I went to different schools. Um, I started to run my own companies. I built three companies by myself. And yeah. and you know, like I, I started to do all that thing which you do as a Swiss because you're like super educated. So. It was like this back and forward journey. But but dude, hold on, hold on. I, first, I gotta I gotta correct the course here a little. W nobody goes to Vancouver to learn English. Just for the record, <laughs> that's that's Canada, man. They, they speak French. So I'm, I'm like, do you say a at the end of every sentence, or? I, I see. I see. I, that's what I told you. As, as I said, my English is still like super fucked up. So it's like no, your your English is great, dude. Your English. Is great. So so. So you, um, man, you've, you've done a lot and you're over 30. Uh, I'm 38. What? Dude, yeah. I thought you were in your like 
late twenties at best. I know, I, I know. I don't look like I don't like look thirty eight. But yeah, I just turned thirty eight like uh, two weeks ago. So yeah, man. Wow. So so. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> you you were in Vancouver to learn English. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So you're in Vancouver, <laughs> you're working on, you're working on, but English is, I mean, it's taught in Switzerland, right? Sorry, say that again? English is like, what is the language in Switzerland? Uh, so our, our, we're native Swiss German, uh, which is not really a language. So there's no grammar or so that's just what we speak to each other. So um, in this, in school, we learn German as, okay. as, as a second language. And then based on the culture, it's uh, Italian, um, French. And obviously because we are, we're like in that middle of Europe, we, we've been introduced to English uh, in the early days. So we learn English in school okay. at one point, like the basic English, yeah. Okay. So you said between the ages of 20 and 30, you were back and forth between Switzerland and it sounds like a lot of other places. A lot of other places. Yeah, I've just been like traveling all the time and I've been wow. like exploring the world, but but never really left Switzerland. I've always, I went there for two, three months and then I came back and then I went there for six months and I came back, you know, like like that back back and forth journey I always did. And you're building companies at the same time? Uh, at the same time, I was always very, uh, very entrepreneurial. Wow. And I always got myself in, into, uh, uh, yeah, I always like to, to kind of like to be my own boss and to build my own stuff. So, so yeah. what was your first business that you started? Uh, the first business I've been like, I would say like the, the first one I've really like been super involved into it was uh, architecture for light design because I've been an electrician and that's kind of like where I was coming from, but I was always very interested in art and design. So yeah, I started by the time with, with, with some friends, I started a company with, um, based on architecture and light design, which was wow. a pretty cool project. And it lasted for, I think like three years before we sold it so that was a cool one jeez and how how old were you when you started that um so by this time i was like 23 i guess wow yeah yeah that's 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 insane and then then you you got into something else has it is everything that you've done is it all related to being an electrician or no, actually not. I mean, like, not really. Um, uh, the next business I started was um, was an event agency. So we started to work with. We started to sell DJ equipment. Uh, I was I was having this this really cool collaboration with with Pioneer. I, I'm sure you know about Pioneer, yeah. like the big brand for, for oh, all yeah. the, the equipment, um, which was kind of like related because I knew how to connect the cables and all that stuff, you know. Like so, yeah. it was it was a technical thing. So um, yeah, that that was a company called Beatmix by the time, and that was kind of like what took all my time and um, was working with Pioneer and started to to sell online DJ equipment. And um, started one of the first DJ schools in Switzerland, expanded to Europe, and uh, brought all these this big names in it, and, and starting to grow a, a very successful business by the time. Yeah. Wow. Selling DJ equipment. Yes. 
where? <laughs> online, online. So everywhere. <laughs> everywhere all around the world because we had this we had this exclusive partnership with pioneer switzerland so we're kind of like started to sell all that stuff uh, all around the world mainly first of all mainly in europe but then expanded like um we had like you know like our equipment was like you guys know that from the states like burning man we were like uh, we were sponsors of burning man and had all our equipment there so we were wow. working with the big names like Carl fox david Guetta, you know like all the mainstream guys and yeah, it was that was an awesome time, bro. It was was freaking amazing. <laughs> that, that is freaking amazing. Pioneer <laughs> was the very first stereo system I put in my 1975 Chevelle, actually. Awesome. So. Yeah, that they, they, they're good at that. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So so you um how long did you do that? Uh that was I, I think that was another like like three to four years over the whole period um by the time i was i was kind of like involved in, in in a few other businesses but um at the end of uh at the end of beat mix that was kind of like when i was i would say like 29 and when beat mix was super successful by the time so it was like i was never ever like the kind of guy who 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 left home or Switzerland for good because everything was shit or I was I was done with it. I was literally just like, I didn't want it to be attached to one place. So right. I was like, I was like, okay, we're running these online stores, but we had these physical stores and we had all the teams and all that stuff. And I was like, I was so kind of like addicted still to, to see the world, to travel. And I just wanted to be like completely free, and that's when I gave up on 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 the on the beat beat mix and DJ agency business, and um, transformed everything completely. And first of all, into the online world, and then started to be. I packed my backpack and I sold all my stuff, uh, <laughs> literally like almost overnight. It was like a two months process of getting rid of everything. I was like, okay, let's go and do, and do something different because. I was dirty by the time and you feel like you, you're getting like into slowly towards the second half of your life. So what you're going to do for the second half of your life. And I felt like it, it's definitely time for a change. Wow. That, that, that is such a unique perspective because that's not how most people live. Would you agree with that? I know. Oh, I, yes, I do. I, I was like, that's a bit of a, a special situation. I, I do definitely agree. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. So at some point, so you, 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 you I mean, you, you said you have an Argentinian, uh, passport, right? Oops. Are you there? You are. Yep. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. You said you, you have an Arg an Argentinian passport. Is that right? That's right. Yes. Because my, my dad is, is half Argentinian, half German. My mom is Swiss. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So, and, and a German passport. Yes. Okay. So, so you, you got out of the DJ business, packed a backpack, sold all your stuff. And right. where did you go? <laughs> not one of my smartest ideas but i went straight to ibiza <laughs> to where <laughs> ibiza you know ibiza no what's ibiza you never you, you never heard about ibiza the, the, the small island in spain oh yeah 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 
Yeah, it's it's probably one of the biggest biggest uh, party islands in the world. Yeah, uh, crazy place, really like crazy place, bro. Um, but I was very familiar with the island because we did a lot of business there. So right. As this was like an overnight decision, kind of like an overnight decision to leave. So I was not, I was not really sure where should I go to start with. So I was like, Ibiza is a very good place because it's super secluded. Uh, but I still know a lot of people there and I have a lot of contacts. So I went there and I kind of like, I think I went on a six month bender and just partied through and celebrated life, uh, which, which, which was awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. That's awesome, dude. So, so you said probably not my smartest move. Is that what you said? Yeah, <laughs> I probably I spent I spent like like half of my savings, you know, like from everything we sold from the company. It's like it's like because Ibiza is like is like crazy expensive as well. So we're like we're like partying through like six months in a row and just celebrating life. Um, which was a great time. I don't regret. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was intense. It was intense. Um, but I met the girl. I met the girl at the like at this end after this six months period. Uh, I met the girl, and it's kind of like this big love story. I fell in love, you know, like blah blah blah. And and she was from London, so I went to London with her, and I spent like a, a year, and I lived a year in London before then traveling uh onwards to asia did she go with you uh she came with me we're not together anymore uh, this this whole thing lasted like three years uh so i spent a year in london with her um i was working for amazon by the time um, i was doing technical support for for amazon prime also at the techie background right yeah, yeah. and then um uh, after a year, we kind of like was done with London, and then we we started to travel Southeast Asia. Ended up in in Thailand, spent a lot of time in Thailand, Cambodia, and then uh, wow. went to Vietnam. And and um, I think I spent like more than a year in Vietnam. Oh my gosh, dude! I mean, you have. Is there a country you haven't been in? <laughs> there is. <laughs> there is still a there, there's still a lot of my bucket list, believe me. Believe me, there is still a lot. <laughs> so so and when when you told me about this girl, I thought, and I know that you're in Bali right now, so I'm thinking, yeah, either she's a nomad also or it didn't work <laughs> out. Because <laughs> there you just don't seem like somebody you could keep in a in a in a you know settle settle down and I don't know. It's a tricky one. <laughs> it's a tricky one. But um I'm honestly I'm engaged. I'm engaged now since three years. Wow. With the girl from with the girl from Germany. And um yeah, she, she I, I met her um in vietnam because she was a traveler she was a nomad as well and um yeah we fell in love and uh, she stayed and we moved to bali and we're, since three years we're calling bali as as a home base which really? means we're we're not we're not spending all the time of the year in bali but we have a house here we have the offices here we have parts of our company here um we're traveling back and forward um yeah man so i would say like if you call me where is home i'm like yeah bali really well that's not a bad place yeah. to call home 
It could be worse, man. It could be worse. Yeah, you could be in Ohio where I am. So, so like, like, no, no. But so, so in, gosh, man, I, I'm trying to keep up at this point. So, you, I mean, dude, you, I mean, right. You've been a lot, a lot of places. I'm not just making this up. So, so you, here you were in Vietnam. I'm interested in that. Cause I have a, a really good friend. She's an architect. She's been on the show. Her name's Michelle Aldrich and she's, she's, she's traveling, right? I mean, she's been traveling for a year now. Um, but she started out in Thailand and now she, I, I don't know if she's in Vietnam or back in Thailand or where she is at the moment, but, um, you ended up in Vietnam. What, what did you do? I mean, cause you said, you said you spent half, half of your savings in, in, uh, in, uh, in Ibiza. Uh, Ibiza yeah. And, and you end up in yeah. Vietnam at some point. Uh, is, were you still working at Amazon? Uh, no, no, absolutely. It's a very good question. Um, I think uh, you're, you're putting the puzzle together. I'm trying, man. I'm trying. <laughs> no, this you're good. One of those you're good. Giant thousand piece puzzles. I'm going, God, where does this piece go? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. So we were like, um, when I was, I was working for Amazon only when I was uh, living in London by the time. Wow. And then we started to travel and we, we traveled big parts of Southeast Asia, like, like Thailand, uh, Cambodia, uh, Laos and, and some other countries, Malaysia, uh, and then also Indonesia. But we ended up in Vietnam by the time. And also because, uh, because we were kind of like at one point running out of money. So it was literally like, there was a point where we were like, okay, we need to, we need to go back and, and start a business or, or do something, uh, to make some cash. And, um, I ended up in Vietnam and you wouldn't believe me, because, <laughs> but I ended up in Vietnam and, and started to teach English. Which is <laughs> Let's be clear. It was Canadian English. <laughs> it's exactly what you're listening to right now. So I only did, I only did the kindergarten. Okay. It was like, it's like, oh. you know, like house, table, chair, you know, like just, <laughs> simple words so so no one really realized how bad my english was <laughs> that, dude that is so freaking funny oh my god oh uh, okay so here you are now an english teacher in vietnam <laughs> here we are an english teacher in vietnam um <laughs> uh, dude, which made me that that made which, me the, uh, the funniest thing I've ever heard. That is hilarious. <laughs> I know. So, so, yeah. So, how, okay. How long did you do? You said you were in Vietnam for a year, about a year. I was, I was in Vietnam for a year. Um, um, so let me, let me tell you the story because one of the main reasons why I stayed in Vietnam, because I've been like all my life, one of my biggest passions is riding dirt bikes. Okay. So I absolutely love bikes yeah. um everything was, has an engine and two wheels i'm super addicted to and uh vietnam especially hanoi is um is one of the hot spots in the world 
to ride dirt bikes because from there you can go up to the Chinese border. It's only a two-day journey and you got like one of the most beautiful landscapes you can ever imagine. And it's, it's one of the best spots in the world to ride dirt bikes. So I ended up in Vietnam with the intention to 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 ride dirt bikes and and to 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 build dirt bikes and to 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 deal with dirt everything with dirt bikes but that business didn't really work out at the beginning so that's why I started to teach English because that's kind of like what every foreigner does in 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 Vietnam it's it's really easy to get a job even if your English is as bad as my English is so um, <laughs> you, you you can get you can make some decent money. Um, really? They pay you some really decent money. Yeah, and they pay you like, like really like you know like twenty five, thirty dollars an hour uh, to teach the kindergarten kids. So, and Vietnam doesn't cost you anything. Living cost is like super low. So, Jeez. that was a good that was a good opportunity for me to um, to to stay there. And I, by this time, I was still with that girl I met in London, but. Um, we did some we did some from there we, we we like we've been like in and out of vietnam we traveled to india i spent quite a, a few months in india then went to sri lanka and this whole relationship started kind of like to fell apart um wouldn't never if she ever if she ever sees that and not blaming anyone on it it was just like we, we went like separate roads yeah um um, and so this the relationship we we broke up um which was kind of like heartbreaking for me by the time and I felt like I got to leave Vietnam. So I went back home to Switzerland for a few months um, just because I didn't know what to do. I was kind of like lost. I came, I came straight from India, went back to Vietnam. I was like, okay, the whole relationship is broke. What are you going to do? I was like, okay, I go back to Switzerland. I sort my shit out, clear my head. And I went back on construction work for a few months as an electrician in Switzerland because... That's a that's another very very good um, that's a very good um, way to make a shitload of money in a short amount of time. Um, so I went back there, uh, worked on construction, and after a few months, I was like, okay, you know what? I was I went to Vietnam because I wanted to do this dirt bike thing, and I yeah. never really got it off the ground. So I was like, okay, let's go back and try it again. So I went back to Vietnam and I started my own company. Uh, and started my own company. Um, we were like trading dirt bikes, building dirt bikes, renting dirt bikes, and doing dirt bike tours, taking people uh, from all around the world up to China along the borders, doing like these three, four, five day trips. And it was like, yeah, man. I was like, and I spent there another year, and I was like, kind of like living, living my personal dream. That's kind of like, that's that's kind of like everything I wanted, and. Um, at the end of that year, I um, I met my my girl, the one I'm with now, my fiance, the one I'm engaged to, and she she was traveling through Southeast Asia for a few months, and I was living in Vietnam, and uh, it's a it's a cheesy one. We met on Tinder, and um, we fell in love, and she stayed. Wow! Now, did she ride dirt bikes at the time too? Uh, not at all. Not at no? all. She's like, <laughs> not at all. She's like, she's like a super classy girl. Uh, she doesn't like the dirt, but um, that fits very well because, um, yeah, it's yeah. like plus and minus, right? Uh, that whole thing. <laughs> Opposites attract, right? So, so exactly. you were in, so you were in Vietnam. You started this 
I, I what is this like your seventh business maybe at that time doing the dirt bikes probably probably and, yeah you know, what, what i find amazing is is you you don't seem to allow anything to keep you down and and meaning like you know there are people who as soon as times get tough they run out of money like you said we were out of money in vietnam and and you're like i got to start a business or get a job doing something whatever like you just like and you went back to Switzerland after after Vietnam the first time. You go back to Switzerland. And you're like, I'm just gonna do electrician stuff, and you did that for a few months. You just you just keep moving, man. You keep going, and I I, I love that about you. And and you're you're like, I, and I'm still gonna go see the rest of the world. By the way, yeah, I think that I think that's kind of like. That's that's my motivation, you know. Like I, I I look at life like it's it's a it's a massive playground, you know. Like and if I say playground, that doesn't mean we shouldn't take it serious. Um, but it's it's people tend to overcomplicate and oversink everything they do in their life, you know. Like and it's actually not that hard we're all like super smart human beings and there are like millions of opportunities out there so i'm kind of like i'm that kind of guy who just goes out there and is like okay let's make shit happen you know like i just don't stop because if you stop you kind of like you start to stuck in that whole bubble and you turn you you, you really go in that rat race and, and that's yeah. that's exactly where i don't want to be you know like i'm, I'm just yeah. go there and, and i don't mind to try as many different things as possible so and make it happen because there, there is one thing i always do is like i enjoy every single day to the fullest I that doesn't mean that. i don't have bad days you know like i do have bad days like everyone else as well but i even appreciate the bad days because we you you need you need a certain amount of rain to enjoy the sunshine you know what i mean so yep. it's all about that yeah, having the contrast. It's where the growth comes in, man. So, so you, yeah. you, um, you were in Vietnam. You met your your fiance, um, right? How long did you guys after you met? How long were you in Vietnam after that? So, so we met in Vietnam. Uh, um, that that's kind of like was it was another love story, you know, like boom, fully in love and the big thing. And, um, and she, she stopped traveling then. And she spent a few weeks. I think it was like about one and a half, two months, uh, in Vietnam. Um, I took her to Bali, uh, which was my second time here, just on, on a tourist base, just to show her around and everything. So, um, yeah, we, we really fell in love and, um, after this, like, let's say like, I was like, I think like six weeks or so, or so um, she was like, look, I have kind of like, I have to go back. Um, I have a life back home in Germany. I have a flat, I have a car, I have a job, which I uh, committed to, to come back. And I got my whole life there. And, and, and I was like, I, I, I fully understand. But um, from my point of view, it's just like, if you want to 
make that happen between you and me, you got to come into my life because I'm not going back. I'm not going back into uh, into Europe and I'm not going to go back on, or work on construction or do anything like where I, I love my life the way it is right now. So if you want to if you want to be with me, um, you, you got to come in my life, which was pretty selfish by the time. But it was just like exactly the way I wanted to go. And yeah, yeah this crazy girl, what she did, um, she, she <laughs> went back home. She went back home. She sold all her stuff <laughs> in between two months, and she came back to Vietnam. And she was like, "Here I am." I was like, "All right, okay, that, that, that's that's freaking cool." Look, look, dude, you're you're. This is my wife on here saying she wants to buy a big RV, travel, and so like, wow. Um, awesome. So so she goes and sells all of her stuff. I mean, did you know she was doing that though? Uh, I mean, obviously, I, obviously, she was like, she, I was like, informed about the process, but I really didn't believe it till I saw it. You know, like then she really, she, she was like, okay, I'm gonna do that. I want to be with you. I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure. I've heard that so many times. You know, but she really did it, and and wow. yeah, and, and she came, she came back to Vietnam, and she was like. Fuck! Here I am. Uh, so let's let, let, let's make it happen together. I was like, and I was so overwhelmed. I was so overwhelmed that she did that. I was like, straight away, it was like, like, okay, that's so cool. Do you want to marry me? I think you're the one. Finally, you are the one. And that's that's in, since then we're engaged, right? So wow, dude. Okay, so wow, that is unbelievable. So you um. You, you, how, so how long after that was it that you ended up in, in Bali? So the way the story goes was like, the only thing she, she said when she came back is, um, I don't want to live in Vietnam because, or especially not in Hanoi because Hanoi is loud. It's dirty. It's pretty dangerous. Um, it's, it's just like not a pretty place to be even if for me it was one of my most favorite places in the world um uh, but i can definitely understand because most people i know they're like they're they're done with hanoi after three four days because it's 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 like very very intense so wow. she was like look if i'm if i'm coming to asia and i'm, I'm doing that thing I'm, I'm living with you i don't want to stay in vietnam or especially not in hanoi so let's make Let's make something different. And I, I was 100% confirmed. But look, if she's doing that massive step for me and, and giving up everything up back home and coming into my life, and I was like, okay, let's let's go and search for a new place. And so wow. I got rid of my motorbike business. Um, uh, I sold again one more time. Um, I sold all my, my, my motorbikes and all the business licenses and everything back in Vietnam um, and packed up all my stuff. And we're like, okay, let's go. But where do we go? We didn't really know. So I was like, what I like to do is like, what I like to, I, I think sometimes like having no plan is the plan, right? So yeah. um, I was like, okay, let's just see what happens. So um, we went back to Bali because it, by the time it seemed like the, the, the most logical thing. Uh, we've all been there before. Uh, it's beautiful. It's always sunny. And was like, okay, why are we not going back to Bali? Chilling out for a while and figuring out what we're going to do next. And that's literally like, 
almost three years ago now because we came back to Bali and and we never left and when we came back to Bali I was like okay because you have you're now in my life and we're doing this together we need to get you a job right so we need to make sure that yeah that you get a job as well or something which creates an income so I started the company um, three years ago which uh, um, called homeless and happy um, with together with her so we made it a 50 50 LP based in the UK and it was meant to be a startup accelerator for online companies for online startups um, which kind of like turned into a different direction because um, I have a because I have a very strong background in marketing. Um, she has a very strong background in real estate, and we wanted to set up all these these people with 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 um, with that company, homeless and happy, and using it as an accelerator to to push them quicker through the online world. Mm-hmm. Um, but we figured out very quick that they all have amazing ideas, but they don't have budget for marketing. So we started to develop all these strategies for organic grow hacking, mainly on Facebook and building communities to push organically brands through the system and making them viral. So Homeless and Happy became that brand for organic grow hacking through communities, which was unexpected. And we kind of like did it for almost two years. And it was like wow. probably my, my, most, my most successful company ever, which is awesome. Are you still doing that? Uh, no, I sold it like uh, about eight months ago. I sold it to a company called NomadX, and which is a marketplace, is an Airbnb for digital nomad. And uh, I sold it and invested into NomadX. And since then, we're building uh, a tech platform, uh, a marketplace, which works exactly like an airbnb but we're only focusing on remote workers and building around that we're building all the communities and all the assets wow dude Gemini christmas what's the is there a website <laughs> is there a website for for people to uh, check out? yeah it's uh, it's nomadx.com no it's exactly man. as it says down down here is nomadx.com okay I'm going to, I'm going to put up a little, little scrolling ticker so you can go check out nomadx.com right there. Wow, man. So, so you, you could literally do that though from anywhere. Yes, absolutely. Um, we have like the, we have like all our programmers, uh, all our programmers at the moment are like based in Mexico. We got big parts of the team in Portugal. Myself, I'm based in Asia. So we're, we're building that whole company completely remote from everywhere in the world. Gee, that Dude. Wow. It's like you, you just almost fall into some of these deals. Like on <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I know. I just tried not to say too much. It just I let it happen, and it kind of like it yeah. appears. <laughs> I know, and that's the yeah, thing. Yeah. You're you're out, and you're 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 seeing the entire world. I mean, f- for the most part. Did you ever? Like, I was wondering in the back to Vietnam for a minute. In the when you're dirt biking out to the border of China, did you ever cross over into China? 
Yes. Not legally, but we did. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that a good way to get shot? <laughs> Is that not the way of living, bro? <laughs> You're like, okay, everybody, we're in China now. Keep your heads down. <laughs> yeah. It's like... <laughs> It's rock and roll. <laughs> you said not legally, but yes. That is so funny, dude. So let me ask you a question because this show is called Breakthrough Walls. And and it's it's all about uh, first off, your story is absolutely unbelievable. It's amazing, man. And 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 I think that there are so many people in this world that hit obstacles in life and they get stuck there or something bad happens and they get stuck there or they just give up and they go get a job for the rest of their lives doing whatever. But what do you think keeps most people stuck in, in, in life in general? I think it's a very good question. And I think there are many, many reasons why, but I think one of the main reasons what I've seen is like people don't allow themselves to think big, you know, like they have like these limited beliefs and they are always, they, they, most of the people are always like think what, what could possibly go wrong? And, and that's kind of like a lot of people wasting their time by, by trying to figure out what's the risk, what could go wrong? Why should I not do it? And, and in my opinion, it's, it's more likely about, you know, like go out there, try it. And even if you fail, because in my opinion, success and I, I'm living proof of it, you know, like I failed so many times, but success is built on failure. So, so yeah. fail fast, but always fail forward. Just, just do it, you know, like, and then get up again and do it again. There is nothing wrong about that. And, and, and a lot of people are afraid of that a lot of people are literally like and that's not probably that's not their fault i would never blame that on anyone but it's mainly also because the way we're growing up the system we're we're growing up and i don't want to be like the guy who's like oh the system is wrong and everything you know like but it's what you make out of it a, a yeah. few of us were probably more more lucky because probably i'm missing some genes and and, and i'm more like the guy who goes out there and makes stuff happen and for other people that's more difficult yeah. um but that's also why I, i'd love to inspire others and, and taking them on the journey but at the end of the, of the day it, it's all about yourself and it's all about always ask yourself you know like what what's at the end of the journey how much do you really want to miss and that's yeah that's that's kind of like why a lot of people don't break through that's so true, man. That's so true. And I think you might be right about the 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 missing a gene or something, because I, I, I can relate to like I don't I just don't understand going and getting and and some people are like, What's wrong with you? But like I don't understand I can't relate to going and getting a job and settling down like that. I just don't mm -hmm. I don't get it. You know, I've been right. an entrepreneur my entire life. So, so you, um, man, your story is absolutely, I, I think it's inspiring and, you know, a lot of people might think you're out of your mind. Um, but I don't, I think it's very, <laughs> I really do. Man. I, I think it's awesome. It, it, so are you, do you have like, 
is your intent to stay in Bali for a while or? Probably for now. Um, to be very honest, um, uh, we had we had some massive plans with Nomad X in turn uh, because Nomad X became really successful. The whole company started in Portugal. Um, we got like a bit more than two thousand properties now in Portugal, so it became really successful across the country. And the plan was to expand it this year to Bali and at least to about three to four other European countries as well. And um, but I'm pretty sure you heard about that little uh, little virus who's going around at the moment. So yeah. <laughs> that kind of like yeah. Now like COVID, COVID stopped everything we we were on about because yeah. we really really rely on on travel and as long as people don't travel um it kind of like shut down our whole business model uh almost mm -hmm. overnight which which is which is obviously sad but it's 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 also that's the way it goes you know like that that's entrepreneurship that's a risk you have to take it could be this one it could be something else so based on the whole situation um the first, I'd say like the first, maybe like one, two, even like the first three months when, when the, everything happened, like February, March, um, I tried to, I, I really tried very hard to, to save as much as possible and to adapt and to pivot and, you know, like, but at one point it was like, I just realized it's, 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 it's absolutely out of my control. It's, it's, it's completely out of my control. And I'm not talking about, you know, like if it, if is it is it is it like a fucking theory and the world goes nuts on on something which is a scam or yeah. is it the real global uh, serious pandemic? We don't know. The fact is, like the whole world shut down. Yeah. And this is something I can't control. So I just decided for now to take a step back, um, to chill out on the island, to see how everything goes over the next few months. And then taking it straight from there. And I think we're going to call Bali a bit longer as a base, as, as yeah. we probably expected, but that's totally fine. But uh, so is there, uh, I mean, so you're not, you don't have an income then? Like really? Uh, oh, I'm, 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 I, I do have an income. Oh. Um, uh, I, uh, I, um, I'm, I'm always having several income streams. I love it, dude. Um, yeah, I, I, I do. We're, we're kind of like, we're, we're doing a lot of e-commerce as well by the side okay. and stuff like that. And yeah. we're definitely, I, I'm always like, we are, we're very, very lucky people. Um, and I'm, I'm like always super honest about that because we're, we're, we're having the privilege to go for a while without making the expected income. Yeah. So for me, so what I started to do after the first, once I started to realize this one here is out of my control, I started to stop, we, we stopped all the marketing campaigns completely. I started to stop doing any sales or anything. And the only thing I focused on was like building communities yeah. Uh, focusing on the community and giving back, you know, like, because I, I know we're privileged. We are belong to the people who are having, having, uh, that, that whole journey kind of like already behind us, the, the one where a lot of people are looking into it. So I was like, okay, it's time to give back. And, and, and that feels really good. And I'm, I'm super confident. And that's kind of like what I do now at the moment, I'm building my communities. I network a lot. Um, 
And wow. once and I build my brand and I, I I keep the momentum as strong as possible because once it's over and it will be over, the question is when. It might be three months. It might be three years. We don't know. But once it's yeah. over, I'm I'm ready and hit the start button and I'm I'm good to go. Wow. My wife just said it. You have such an incredible perspective, man. So, so uh, question. There, look, there's there's Zach. I tagged him to get him in here. How Ooh, did you, Zach? I know. I love this dude. How did you and Zach? He's awesome. Um, how did we met? That's a very good question. I think um, he is friends with one of my business partner, uh, Olomide. And um, these guys, I don't know what they had going on. I think they did some live streams or stuff like that. And I know Zach before just by following yeah. him through Instagram. Um, yeah. And my, my, my business partner set up a post and I was like, boom. Because what I do at the moment, not probably not as, in, uh, not as intense as you, but we're setting up a lot of live streams where I invite as many people as possible to my own show to yeah. provide value to the community. And I was like, Zach, you, you, you're one of the guys I want to have on my show. And, and he joined and we streamed together. And uh, that's how he introduced me to you. And here we are. Zach's awesome, man. I, I met Zach. Um, it was about a year ago. We met out in San Diego, man. He's, he's, he's a badass. Yeah, he's, he's a, I, I love him. He's a great character. Their super personality, yeah. very successful uh, yeah. in what he does. He knows his shit, and I, yeah. I highly, highly respect that. Yeah, yeah. he sure does. So um, you're in Bali. You're staying. You're staying there for a little bit until this whole COVID thing passes, and you can hit the start button on the on the other business. And dude, you, um, your story is actually really, really impressive. Uh, I, I, like, thank you. I don't know. I mean, maybe Zach has seen more of the world than you. <laughs> I don't know. He's, he's been around. You know. He's been around. There's my buddy Glenn Morshower. You've seen that guy in movies and 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 on TV. He's he's one. He's yeah. my best friend that in the world. Ring, that name rings a bell, actually. Yeah. 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 He's uh awesome. he's he's been in. Hollywood for 45 years, but so, so dude, um, Hey, thank you. I, I, I genuinely, it's almost midnight in Bali now, right? Totally fine. Hey, do you totally live fine. Yeah, it, it, those, those things out over the water? Like, do you get, do you have like the glass floor where you can see the water? Oh, <laughs> I don't have it in my house, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but there are plenty of them here around <laughs> yeah man it looks have you, been to bali? Have, you, have you ever been to bali i have not no no okay put it on your list put it on your list and if you ever make it happen be my guest it would uh, be a pleasure that's awesome dude thank you i appreciate Absolutely. that i i gotta put it awesome. on your list man so i think uh, everybody loved the interview with you today man so thank you again i appreciate you coming on and and one last question I, I always try to ask because you know there there was this time years ago when I I my business was still I don't know three four five years old and I had some employees and you know I've been in tech for a long for twenty six years and one of my employees walks in and goes hey uh, boss there's one of these there's a guy outside looking in the windows of your SUV. 
And I was on a phone. I said, well, tell him to get the hell out of here. And he's like, I would, but he's got it blocked with his tow truck. He was there to repossess my car. I was like, what? Yeah. Are you kidding me? It was a horrible day, right? And everybody else was getting paid except for me. And I, I said, I said, you know, um, that that might be like one of the most humiliating worst days of my life. So mm -hmm. if somebody were to call you and say, Ollie, I'm I'm having man, my car got repoed last week. My electric is being shut off tomorrow. Everything I'm trying isn't working. I can't figure it out. I'm in a funk, whatever it is. Um, what would you say to that person in that moment to help them get past that, get over the hump? Isn't it that, isn't it that the best freaking thing what can happen to you? Because now we can only go up again. You know, like that's fucking rock and roll. Keep dancing. If you go through hell, the only thing you can do is keep going. And that's exactly what you need to do. Dude, that's awesome, man. Love that answer. Love it. Hey, thank you again. I genuinely appreciate you, man. So um, thank you. Thank stay, you. stay on here with me. I'm going to end the live stream. Sure. Thank you to everybody who's been on here. Everyone that shared this out, you get extra bonus points. So thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. I highly appreciate it. Thank you, dude. Awesome. You rock. You thank rock. You. Man. Thank you.